country man says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River, she's a gold grind The interest is up and the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged if you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see A woman and the kids and the dogs and me I got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive We sure can This is your country folks surviving up here in northern North Dakota on Thursday, 2-22-24, and the, uh, here in the Trump Phenomenon radio show headquarters, uh, we're a live show Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 10 Eastern Time. I'm James Kelso, and thank you very much for joining us. The Let us begin with uh, what began today, which is wonderful. The Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC, commenced in National Harbor. I don't know if that's it's not in D.C. Is it in Virginia or Maryland? Well, National Harbor there. And 10,000 or so right-wing MAGA enthusiasts who assemble every year. And that's the big... That and Turning Point USA are the biggest meetings. Turning Point has several meetings every year. I wouldn't... It may have already happened. Turning Point may already have eclipsed CPAC in terms of pull and size and so on. I don't know. Uh, but they're both glorious and huge. Uh, all of this builds toward the Trump appearance on Saturday, the 24th. Uh, boy, all oh, those lucky people that get to be at that event. Whew. Uh, and... Uh, I keep coming back to these two points that there will be the vice presidential. You know, everybody's on the edge of their seat. Well, who is Trump going to pick as his VP? And it's quite an opportunity that he has because he can he can pick anybody. He's he's completely in the driver's seat. He doesn't have to worry himself one bit about what anybody else thinks about who he should pick. So this is going to be an interesting uh, test for Donald Trump at picking somebody, picking the right person, which is an incredibly important skill uh, at the highest level. Picking your lieutenants, picking your your subordinate leaders. And uh, in the case of his vice president, Donald Trump will be uh, could very well be picking the next president of the United States to commence his term in 20, or her, in 2028. And then, in American history, if you run as an incumbent, 
you're very likely to win. So likely to be president again in 2032. So that takes us out to 2036, actually to 2037. Can, can you believe it? That, that's All of that will be decided uh, between Donald Trump's ears. And all he has to listen to is himself. Who is he going to pick? I hope he does. I hope he makes a really, really good pick. We're, it's not a, a you know a, a done deal. Uh, whoever Donald Trump picks for vice president, it's not. We're not stuck with that person. Uh, if they're if they're great as vice president, then you know. But if they're not, well, we could. The MAGA movement could come up with a, another nominee for 2028. But boy, does the incumbent vice president have a leg up on everybody else. So uh, choose wisely, Mr. President. And then the uh, uh, other thing happening, of course, not as important, actually, Saturday, the South Carolina primary election, uh, which Donald Trump is also, again, fully in charge of. The only question is how how huge is his victory going to be? So that will be, and that will, that will be, that, that South Carolina primary, I think comes under the rubric entertainment. <laughs> Nikki Haley is not a serious candidate. It's, it's, uh, it's hilarious. It, it, it's kind of an interesting thing. What Nikki's doing is she's beating the bushes and, you know, instead of, uh, you know, the ducks or the quail coming out of the bushes, uh, it's the rhinos. So she's beating the rhinos out of the bushes, which I don't know, maybe this is a valuable service she's providing. <laughs> uh, and entertainment as well. All right, let's go to, uh, let me get my... Uh, TrueSocial.com. I just saw a headline, t- headline today that Getter, uh, the social platform Getter, is in trouble financially, and that's that's not good. That's unfortunate. Uh, so Steve Bannon was very much involved in the launch of Getter, uh, and uh, a very a person nobody knows, Guo Wengui, except. Chinese patriots, they all know who Guo Wengui is. And uh, he's a, a giant of a patriot in the among patriot Chinese who want to uh, who want to free China from the yoke of the CCP. And they may they may be determining in large part, the future for all of us. Uh, the CCP, the CCP having 1.4 billion people entirely subjugated uh, could end civilization, could end life on Earth. And uh, the Chinese people don't deserve the CCP. Nobody deserves the CCP. 
but hopefully hopefully the Chinese people. And what's wonderful about uh, Guo Wenghui and the uh, ch- uh, the Chinese the universe of Chinese who group around the Epic Times. That's the thing you're most familiar with. You're not familiar with the name Guo Wenghui, but you are familiar, some of you, more of you, with the newspaper, the Epic Times, which is the best newspaper on earth. How about that? I just resubscribed myself, and I get a paper copy delivered to my mailbox once a week. I've never yet read all the way through in the, in the ensuing week, I've never yet read all the way through. It's a big, thick newspaper that doesn't have any fluff, fill, or wasted space in it. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to endeavor. I'll, I'll tell you what. Just as a dare to myself, I'm going to endeavor to read the next issue that arrives. Read the whole thing from front to back. And I want to get my kids to read it too, uh, as much as I can. Because the Epic Times, it is the very best newspaper on planet Earth. There's, there is no better paper. And the writing is superb. And you're learning history. You're learning uh, political theory. You're learning uh, psychology. You're learning art. And uh, you're, you're in every... It's like the, the, the old ideal of the liberal arts education or the academy, uh, before it became corrupt and became a wing of the left, was taken over by the left, uh, learned to appreciate, well, it was the name of a course that we all had in college way back when, eons ago, called Western Civ. Everybody took, it was a course, it was a requirement for every major. You want to be an engineer, you want to be a, a poet, Western Civ. And it was understood that was what we were learning in college. That was the point, to learn the, the rudiments of Western civilization. And they're, they're trying their best to get rid of it, to subvert it, either get rid of it or subvert it. Uh, but the Epic Times is just filled with Western civilization. Now here, and this is the surprising thing. Well, maybe not so surprising to some of you. But here's the wonderful, wonderful thing is that these patriots in China, they, they idealize, they subscribe to the ideals of Western civilization. And of course, they view it, they, they want to incorporate it into Chinese civilization. This is incredible. Maybe... You know, I just throw it out there. You know, things are so out of control now. uh, Who knows how it's going to end up? The these Chinese who really admire the great the great past of Western civilization, they may save it. They may do a better job of saving our civilization than we do. It's possible. In any event, they do. When you read the Epic Times, you'll learn uh, about the great. You'll learn about Western civilization. You'll also learn about the high points and the the, the glories, the, the achievements of Chinese civilization and others. So, anyway, that's uh, oh well. Oh, I see that got I got that. Uh, Getter was 
how did they get onto Guo Wenghui? Uh, Guo Wenghui was one of the original financial backers of Getter. So I never posted on Getter. I never got that far, but uh, it appears to be a struggling. TruthSocial.com, which is in competition with Getter, not, not intentionally. It's not trying to compete, but it is a social platform. It's doing very, very well. And let's go there now. Let's look at the president's uh, most recent posting. Uh, oh, Guo Wenghui. Uh, is uh, being incarcerated in an American prison uh, for no good cause whatsoever, uh, just like the J6 political prisoners. Uh, And we had news on uh, along those lines today. Arthur Engelron. What could go wrong with with old Engelron? Everything. He has denied the president has, through his attorneys, has requested that the uh, imposition of confiscation of money from Donald Trump, by the way, which Donald Trump has directly compared what they have done to him in this latest court uh, injustice is similar to the assassination of uh, Navalny in Russia. Uh, This is an assassination. He said, you know, all of this is being appealed so it would be normal in court, especially in a civil trial, in a civil case that's supposed to be uh, in front of the uh, business division of the court. But it isn't because of Arthur Engelron uh, to postpone any confiscation of money from Donald Trump. And, and of course, how would they do it if you have a four hundred million dollar, well, three hundred and fifty five million dollar uh, adverse judgment, and then you have already a hundred million dollars in interest. Uh, so four hundred and fifty-five million there, uh, and it it increases at a rate of I believe eighty-seven thousand dollars a day of interest on the four hundred million dollars. So how do you raise money like that? I don't care how rich you are. How do you come up with cash? Courts want cash. Uh, how do you come up with that cash? You have to, you have to hawk your business. You have to engage in a fire sale, come up with cash. So he said he he has a request in for a postponement of any drastic, and of course unconstitutional, uh, taking of property like that. But no, no, Engeron says no, no, no. I want the money now. I want the money now. Give me the money. So that this is. This is uh, this is Stalinist. This is a, a combination of third world slash Stalinist. Uh, let's throw Paul Pot in there. I think Engeron is reminiscent of Paul Pot. Or how about Idi Amin? All right, the Engeron uh, uh, deals with the, his political opponents. Uh, in the Idi Amin style. You recall the dictator of Uganda, how he dealt with his political rivals? He ate them. He had them chopped up, put in his refrigerator, and he ate morsels. Uh, He snacked on his political rivals. Yes, that's where we are in America 2024. All right, let's uh, take a look at what Donald Trump uh, is doing today. 
and the uh, let me hit refresh here always have to do this 6.63 million followers on truthsocial.com tonight And his post only 46 minutes ago. Thank you, Senator Senator Tim Scott. Uh, and so he's put up. Well, here, let's play it. This is Tim Scott. I don't know what he's going to say. We need four more years of Donald Trump, four more years of low inflation, low crime, low unemployment, and high enthusiasm. Four more years requires all of us to do our job. Vote for Donald Trump. This Saturday... February 24th, let's get this focused back on Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. Can't wait for four more years. See you soon. Okay. We need four more years of Donald Trump. Okay, just a political uh, pitch there. Uh, here's another post he put up one hour ago. I haven't heard it yet. I'm playing it for the first time. It's a, a video clip of some kind. Uh, let's see how it goes. Remember that nothing worth doing is ever easy. You'll have bad moments. You gotta love what you're doing. And if you don't, just do something else. Keep standing up always for your values. Keep loving your country. And one of the most important things, never, ever quit. Never. Now, what he's doing here, he's he's got a, this is a uh, pastiche of video clips from Donald Trump's long life so there there are pictures and sound clips of him saying some of these things he's a very young man speaking and some he's the man we know today always though the same man never quit then ask yourself what imprint will you leave in the sands of history what will future americans say we did in our brief time, right here on Earth. And what are you hearing right there? You're hearing the same thing I'm hearing? That's a 77-year-old man who's looking square in the eye at eternity. And I like that. I like that his concern is, what will, what will his grandchildren, what will our descendants say about his life? That's wonderful. So he, he, is he that is he fundamentally concerned that Arthur Engeron is rob is trying to rob him is robbing him stealing? No, he is fundamentally concerned that if Engeron gets away with it, America is finished. It's wrecked. Way way the the, the harm harm way beyond the wrecking of the Trump business achievement. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Let's make a Ford and a Chevy. It'll still last ten years like the show. The best of the free life is still yet to come. The good times ain't over for good. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. 
The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Health Simple with Kalwara Shilaji, fact bit number three. Shilaji is the supreme yoga vaha. Within Ayurveda, Shilaji is the singular substance that towers above all other herbs, herbal minerals, and earth-made adaptogens. Yoga vaha refers to substances that have the ability to synergistically make better and carry other substances to its prescribed destination. In the case of Shilaji, most any herb, food, or mineral is amplified with ionic potential, superimposing superior efficacy with increased cellular energy and absorption rates. One of the best applications for Shilaji is to add a drop or two into your favorite herbal tincture and foodstuff. Simply put, Shilaji makes other substances more effective. Look for the Gold Mountain and Medical Symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. I'm looking at, <laughs> amazingly, I've just found a website here where they have the entirety of today's CPAC conference, 10 hours of it, on their page. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. That should happen more often. Uh, and, and what, oh, I see. They've just linked to the right side broadcasting. And what a success story that is. 
talk about Getter having trouble, but the right side broadcasting, RSBN, that is doing very well. And this video is courtesy of the right side broadcasting network. So, you know, one of the people mentioned as a possible VP is Ben Carson, former neurosurgeon and uh, an extraordinary person. Uh, so he, he was speaking today, and I haven't heard him speak in some time. So I'd like to listen to this, what he had to say on the CPAC stage today. So here we go. I think I might have missed the first few seconds of his address, but let's tune in. This is Ben Carson. You all remember Ben Carson. Thank you, CPAC. It's great to be with a group of hardworking American patriots who love their country love freedom, and love their faith. And our nation was built by men and women who never backed down, never gave up, never ever apologized for who they are. It is this American spirit that lives on in patriots like you. And it's comforting to see so many people who keep the spirit of 1776 alive. But as we gather here today, I really want to discuss an entirely new threat to our country. Just a few miles up the road in Washington, D.C., an entirely different scene is unfolding. Our government and our legacy institutions are losing credibility in the public eye at breakneck speed, even though their systematic takeover of America has been going on for years. The federal bureaucracy, the mainstream media, academia, Hollywood, big tech, and every other nexus of power in America today has turned its fire against conservatives, against Christians, against anyone who stands in their way. I call this the crisis of legitimacy in the United States government. America was founded on the notion that all political power comes from the consent of the governed, and that sovereignty does not belong to any one official or institution, but it belongs, belongs to we, the American people. The reality, reality is that the government in Washington, D.C. no longer represents the people it claims to serve, and it has stopped even pretending to execute the charge laid out by our founders, the protection of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Put simply, Washington is losing its legitimate claim to govern the American people. Millions of Americans look around and wonder, what's becoming of their beloved nation? They don't recognize the place that they grew up in, and they wonder what kind of future is in store for their children and grandchildren. Young men, particularly young white men, aren't signing up in great numbers for military anymore because they don't want to fight for a country that hates them. Wow. Of course, <laughs> there can't be more than four people in this audience who don't uh, know that Ben Carson is black. And uh, this man is sharp as a tack. This is wonderful. And I love his... Uh, resolute uh, I don't know what the right adjective is calm isn't exactly the word 
uh, demeanor. This guy has got a lot going for him. And the uh, and was an incredible, from what I've read in this bio, an incredible neurosurgeon. He operated on people's brains. Kind of a tough assignment. I like the guy. They don't want to die halfway around the world to protect the borders of Ukraine or Taiwan or any other country on the earth. When our own border is being overrun by the millions with terrorists and cartel members and human traffickers coming in every day. They don't want to join a fighting force that is more concerned with woke activism, gender inclusivity, LGBT issues than it is with protecting Americans. They don't want to be part of an operation that spends trillions of dollars abroad while the small towns they call home are falling into dissolution and our communities are being ravaged by drugs and depression while their jobs are shipped overseas without a second thought. And they don't want to fight overseas just to come home to a country hell-bent on vindictive identity politics that promises to take what little social and economic capital they have left and redistribute it to racial, sexual, religious, and other minority groups as a pure power play by the radical left. Who can blame them? And how long can a country last in that way? It isn't just happening in our military either. Broadcasting as we see every day. All right, let's take a break here. We'll pause for a break. I think. The Hebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. 
Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Some folks call me a rambling man I do a lot of thumbing and kicking cans And it wouldn't do an ounce of good to call my name Cause daddy's name wasn't Willie Woodrow And I wasn't born and raised in no ghetto Just a white boy looking for a place to do my thing Well, I'm out to find me a wealthy woman In a line of work that don't take no diploma I ain't got much to lose but got a lot to gain Well, some might call me a good time fella I ain't black and I ain't a yellow Just a white boy looking for a place to do my thing Here, I don't want no handout living And don't want a part of anything they're giving I'm proud and white and I got a song to sing Hey, we're back And I'll tell you what I'm liking You know, this week we're going to hear The people that Donald Trump has to think about for his vice president. And this is one of them. Ben Carson, for sure, is on his short list. And I just looked him up during the break here, 72 years old. I kind of like that. He's not a contrast to Donald Trump. (laughs) He's, uh, uh, and he's, uh, certainly his personality, his demeanor is a very nice, uh, uh, salt and pepper contrast to Donald Trump. Very cool, very calm. N- not less serious, but a very mellow guy. N- not lacking in passion, but he's just mellow. And that, I just read a little bit about him. Get get this. Ben Carson, talk about being competent. He's not a politician, too. He's, in that, he's, he's a pea in the pod with Donald Trump. He's not a politician at all. He was, at age 33, he was the youngest chief of pediatric neurosurgery in America. He was the head of neurosurgery at Johns Hopkins School of Medicine. And that's a little tiny outfit, 4,000 faculty uh, so he was the head at the age of 33. He was born in 1951. Here's another thing. These are just tidbits about his career. He did the first successful neurosurgery on a baby in the womb. First man in the history of the world to do that. Wow. 
That's a that's a Trumpian phenomenon. First man, can you imagine attempting that? Can you imagine how small, uh, how delicate to operate on the brain of a baby in its mother's womb? How in the world? And and he, he did this. He was the first, so probably he had the least advanced uh, sort of microsurgery, robotic and remote surgery tools and cameras and so on. I mean, this amazing. So let's listen to the let's listen to the man a little bit more. So I like him. I'm liking him. If Donald Trump picks him, I'm going to I'm going to be feeling okay. Let's go. Let's go back to him. Where are you, Ben Carson? Uh, here he is. Virtually every single institutional power in our country has become openly hostile to conservatives, to Christians, to our country's legacy, and even the concept of Western civilization itself. Yes. Our education system has been taken over by radicals who push insane political ideologies like CRT, DEI, transgenderism, and more on our poor children while they no longer even learn basic reading, math, and civics. They come down with the full force of the law when a student tries to open a Bible or say a prayer in school. And, you know, they're putting all this stuff over on our young people who have brains that are not fully developed yet. And to take somebody who's curious and impressionable and infect them with these kinds of things is nothing less than child abuse. And, you know, inflation, gas prices have risen so high that everyday American families struggle to even put food on the table, gas in their cars. And Washington's solution Double down on insane environmental policies like the Green New Deal, mandatory electric vehicles, even though other countries pollute at far higher rates than we do. And we're sitting on some of the largest untapped oil reserves in the world. Our borders are wide open. An estimated 10 million illegal aliens have invaded our country since Biden took over, which is more than the population of 40 of the 50 states. Wow. I'll tell you what. I guarantee to you, Donald Trump is going to see this CPAC presentation by Ben Carson. And I'll tell you what. I also guarantee you Donald Trump will be um, very impressed. Ben Carson is hitting every note. And he's hitting them exactly in synchronization with Donald Trump. Perfect. I love the contrast of his, his, I love, I, I lo- I'm loving the, the identity and the, and also the contrast. These two would be a, an incredible political ticket. Incredible. Now, you know, I, I, you know, I, I have not lost my love of Tucker Carlson, but, uh, boy, Ben Carson, sharp. A civilization cannot sustain itself this way, and we have no idea who these people are. 
They could be terrorists, spies, cartel members, or human traffickers, and they appear to be mostly military-age males. They could be affecting things like our cell phone system, and whether they work appropriately every day. And I guarantee you there's a whole bunch of stuff that they're going to be doing. All these people coming here are not our friends. The leaders in Washington won't enforce the law and protect you from the rampant crime that is destroying our inner cities and making them unlivable for families and children. And they even want to take away your ability to protect yourself by attacking lawful gun owners and slowly abolishing the Second Amendment. Meanwhile, they let hardened criminals out of jail while peaceful pro-life protesters and patriotic grandmothers who walk into the Capitol on January 6th are facing a decade or more in prison. Think about that. Think about that. Now, now, also, this audience, this is the Thursday CPAC. Now, this is uh, no fault of Ben Carson's. I'm just uh, reading the tea leaves here from my attendance at previous CPACs myself. The attendance is, uh, the, the, is just building on Thursday. So he's, he's not getting the Saturday or the Friday audiences. Uh, but this guy is impressive. And I can hear the audience. They're, they're learning. They're, they're discovering. I can hear it. They're discovering who Ben Carson is. And I am impressed. And one thing I love about him, he's not in any way a politician. And Donald Trump has made the point that every president heretofore in American history was either a politician or a general. Every single one. Donald Trump is the first American, just a plain old American running to be the representative of the American people. Ben Carson exactly fits that ticket. I'm liking that better than the professional politicians that are that are, are undoubtedly on the short list of, as they must be, of Donald Trump. And this is at a time when we lived through the summer of BLM, Antifa protests, burning down cities, destroying businesses, looting stores, with support from government officials and the biggest corporations on earth. The law is being used to constantly harass upstanding citizens while the real criminals go untouched. To our leaders, you and I are the enemy, not the carjackers and the looters and the criminals who are running rampant in our cities. And now our justice system has been weaponized against the administration's top political competitor with absurd witch hunts from every corner of the country. It reminds me of the old Soviet slogan, you show me the man and I will find you the crime. They are throwing everything they have. Think about it. Everything they have they're throwing at President Trump because they're desperate to stop him. And they're desperate to stop you and me. Trump's only crime is representing the American people first. And for that, you know, for that, they're trying to put him in jail for the rest of his life, tie him up in court, 
take all of his assets. They're terrified of him. They're incredibly unfair. And if we allow this to happen, America will never be the same again. We have to stop it. It also seems like nothing even works in America anymore. Our public transit is unusable. Our streets are full of homelessness, litter, and filth. Think about all these things that are happening to us. And we need to be thinking about who does the best job that they're tasked to do, not diversity and inclusion and all of this stuff. You know, we've made tremendous progress in those areas, and we don't need the government interfering and telling us who and what we should be doing. It really is ridiculous. And, you know, I'm the uh, chairman of the uh, Committee on uh, Nominations and Governance of one of the Fortune 500 companies. And uh, Glass Lewis recently said, don't vote for Carson because the number of women on our board decreased to 25% after we added someone. They said, don't vote for Carson. How stupid are they? Because then if I leave, they got a diversity problem. So, <laughs> Fortunately, the stockholders didn't pay me any attention. But, you know, our elections are rigged. The legacy media lies with impunity. And the government is just interested in power and control. On top of it all, we have a president who doesn't seem to know where he is half the time and often can't make it through a sentence and who a special counsel determined wasn't even mentally aware enough to have a trial. Now, if he can't be tried, he certainly can't hold his own at the negotiating table with world leaders in places like Russia, Iran, and China. So what makes him fit to be president? Think about it. It's total incompetence from top to bottom. And their solution is just chaos. Doubling down, continuing to lie, and counting on people being uninformed so they can tell them anything they want. And in the face of all of this, they're trying to gaslight us into rejecting what we see with our own eyes and say that none of this is really happening. We've come to an inflection point where big tech and the legacy media no longer reflect market demands, but they are instead using their money and influence to manufacture political consensus and shift public opinion in a non-organic way. Then they point the finger at us and say that we are the problem and tell us to disbelieve our own lying eyes and stop giving in to conspiracy theories. But the reality is that when the interests of all of our elite institutions are perfectly aligned and there's no need for a conspiracy at all, these people all went to the same schools. They believe all the same things. They're part of the same social, social circles, circles, and they attend the same elite cocktail parties. Washington has become a big revolving door of government bureaucrats, defense contractors, big tech operatives, and political lobbyists who jump from the public sector to the private life and back again every couple of years. Their ideologies are perfectly aligned, even if there's no central mechanism directing each of them individually. Wow. 
Wow. Now we'll come back to him. This, this is, uh, it looks like this is about a 20 minute speech, which is a big speech. That's a long one at CPAC because they have so many speakers. So somebody is giving uh, a prominent position to Ben Carson. And uh, but that was brilliant what he just said. There's no need for a conspiracy. They're all, they all went to the same schools. They all go to the same cocktail parties. They are all cut from the same cloth. Brilliant by Ben Carson. He's deep. That's what I'm looking for. That's, I want Donald Trump to make a choice. That's why I, lo- I love Tucker Carlson so much. He's deep. It must be a deep choice. That's, no one else can navigate this hell uh, that the left has constructed for us. It has to be someone that's very deep. And uh, so Ben passes that test. But the simple reality is that every American is struggling. And they can only hide that fact for so long. There's nothing radical about what we, the people, are demanding from our elected representatives. We want safety and security. We want freedom of speech and to practice our religion, as is our God-given right. We want secure borders. We want a government that puts our interests first. These are things that used to be the norm in this country. And none of these demands are extreme or outrageous. They should be the simple baseline of legitimate political leadership. All of this is a searing indictment of our ruling class. It shows exactly why Washington, D.C. is losing its legitimate claim to govern the American people. It was the late lieutenant-turned-academic Sir John Bagot Glubb who first shared the idea that the average lifespan of a superpower is 250 years or about 10 generations. For those who keep track, our 250th birthday is coming up soon, July 4th, 2026 to be exact. Yet our leaders are determined to repeat every mistake that led to the collapse of empires before us. Here are just a few of the common themes from history. Mass immigration and infiltration by foreigners who don't share our values and culture or even our language. A loss of public morality, excess indulgence in wealth and luxury while shifting away from frugality and hard work. Rising inflation and massive amounts of public debt without a controlled spending entangling foreign alliances and overcommitting ourselves to the defense of other countries. And finally, a rejection of religion, order, and even the concept of truth itself. And I have to say, as we reject God, we are spiraling downward. We need to bring them back in a hurry. Wow. This guy is impressive. You know, This rejection of the past has always been at the core of the progressive movement. And we see it everywhere as progressivism has attacked our history, our heroes, and our inheritance itself. A country, and indeed any civilization that attacks itself like this, has lost its will to live and cannot survive. But in my travels across the nation, I'm encouraged because I meet thousands of God-fearing, liberty-loving American patriots who will not let their country be taken from them without a fight. As we enter the turbulent days ahead, we must stay true 
to our foundational values and true to our faith. We are Americans and our nation was founded on trust in God's divine providence. With this guidance, I'm filled with confidence that the American spirit is still strong and will reemerge from this challenge bigger and better than ever before. We are the people who settled a vast and untamed wilderness, laid the railroads, put a phone in every home and a car in every garage. We are the people who built the skyscrapers, who engineered the bridges and the canals, who created the interstate highway system. We raised millions of people out of poverty. We took flight at Kitty Hawk. We stared down evil in its face and defeated Nazism and communism in the 20th century. And we unfurled our glorious American flag on the moon itself. We will not be like other superpowers who fought and forgot their values and rejected their past and fell from glory. Our great American story cannot end this way. It will not end this way. The tides are turning in our favor. And the simple fact is, the American people are not going to let our nation go. We understand the laws of nature, the nature's God, and people who oppose those never survive. We won't survive if we oppose them. But as we enter this pivotal year, I hope that we all look to the heroes of our past to guide us in the present. We turn to scripture for our inspiration. We pray to God for the guidance we need to take back our country. I'm filled with hope for the future and confidence that America's best days are still ahead of us. Together, we can become the storied shiny hill on the city. Now, let me change that. The shiny city on the hill once again and secure the blessings of liberty to our children and our grandchildren for generations to come. And we must remember that we, the American people, are not each other's enemies. And we cannot succumb to those who are trying to divide us on the basis of race, age, income, gender, religion, political affiliation. We are neighbors, friends, and colleagues. Don't let anybody tell you that we are enemies. We are not. And our togetherness will save us. God, thank you. God bless you, and God bless America. Wow. I like this guy. Standing ovation. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome host of The Right View, Laura Trump. Oh, and the next one, we're not going to get to hear her. Laura Trump is next. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she can't She can't surpass Ben Carson, but she's going she's gonna to give it a try. And we won't be able to hear it tonight. How are we doing today? Quick question. Where are my MAGA, ultra MAGA patriots at today? <laughs> <laughs> the room is filled with them, Laura Trump. And uh, so that's wonderful. Now, she's going to be big, big, big in the Trump administration. Uh, so she's the wife of Eric Trump. Uh, so uh, uh, and she's wonderful. Laura Trump. 
Her name, her name, you know, confuses people. L A R A. Is it Laura, Lara, or Lara? I, I don't know. I'm not absolutely positive. I think the way she says her own name is Lara, as in uh, what would it be rhyme with Lara that rhymes with. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I'll think of what it rhymes with. But Lara Trump is wonderful. So uh, I'm going to listen to what she has to say when we close out the show here in, in just a few moments. And the uh, you want to thank uh, the Republic Broadcasting Network for skipping our last break. Uh, that's that's advertising that they they waived uh, so that you could hear fabulous Ben Carson. You got to hear the whole thing. 20 minutes of what he said today. You heard the whole thing. So I think we accounted uh, ourselves well here. And uh, I know the man much better I, than I've ever known him. Uh, that, was his, that was his audition for vice president. And I think he passed beautifully. Uh, he and Donald Trump will work together beautifully. And remember, he was a cabinet secretary, a very, very capable one, for Donald Trump. So he's already he's already worked for Donald Trump. And uh, uh, I'd like to see him take a higher position in, in working for Donald Trump as his vice president. Very, very nice. Uh, <laughs> I can't say enough good things about the guy. So uh, we'll, and throughout the week here, we'll hear more. Tomorrow night, we'll hear more of uh, VP auditions. For Donald Trump and more of CPAC. And thank you all for being here. I think I think this that was very fun. I'm going to go listen to Lara right now, and I'll see you uh, with thoughts on her tomorrow night here in the Trump Clubhouse. So long. Standing six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science, analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic because we're still here i'm not taking the vaccine you bill gates there was a way forward still on january 6th what needed to be done is to object to every single state the covid 19 virus was the setup the vaccine could very well be a bioweapon the patrick and jeremy show tuesday at nine central and Wednesday at 1 central.
You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.